good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola, I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. It's actually been a minute, like some days since I have done a recording. And that's because I've had my neck deep in lots of stuff that I've been doing. It's just been, you know, and there's no excuse. I shouldn't have done, you know, it shouldn't have happened that way. But here we are anyways. Here I am anyway. So... Um, thank you for joining me and yeah I'm here and I want to talk about a verse again you know like I said I'm in this season of one verse and by the way tomorrow is the first of December we're coming to the end of this year as in literally this year really just breezed it must be that I'm getting older because I really don't understand how the year is going so fast I think 2021 has gone really fast it's just breezed in through every month had something significant about it i remember august i remember september i remember october every month has a milestone or you know something that happened to me this year every every month was eventful you know what i'm saying and i can clearly distinguish between the first half of the year and the second half of the year but here we are it's december and it's that time of the year again and i now realize that i need to spend time this time last year I was in a very reflective mode and I was doing all the things I have learned in 2020. Wow, can you imagine? I just remember that I did that music a year ago. All through December I was just reflecting things that I've learned. And now, oh my goodness, just like it was yesterday. And now I realize that I actually learned from those things. So it helped me actually doing those reflective musings at the end of last year because I can I am happy to report that I did not repeat the same mistakes that I made spiritually in 2020. I didn't. I didn't. And to God be the glory forever and ever. I grew. I actually grew. I learned. Oh, Father, I thank you. Oh, I've just realized this just now. You see why it's always good for me to do this music? This time last year, I was I was going through my list of things I have learned because I made some painful spiritual mistakes in 2020. And I got to the end of the year and I was like, you know what? I am going to learn from this and I'm going to I'm not going to do this again. And I, I, I really did. I learned. I learned in 2021. And it was good. The learning helped me because I faced some... <laughs> I mean, some things happened in 2021. For one thing, I, you know, anyway, things happened. Stuff happened in 2021. But I think to the glory of God, I think I handled it much better than even the kingdom of darkness would have expected. You know, I really... God really helped me. And it was because... I had passed through the fire last year. God helped me. I'm just realizing that I actually did learn from last year. Oh, that's this is wonderful. This is powerful. Anyway, I thank God for that. And I thank the Holy Spirit who stood by as my teacher all through this year, um, 2021. So here we are. Tomorrow is the 1st of December. Today is the 30th of November. We thank God for seeing us through this year. And for people who may not have made it to this point, well, we pray that the Lord will comfort the, their families and that, um, you know, that God will just be with all of us and even for the remaining days of the rest of the year and that we will all find the opportunity to fulfill purpose and destiny and that the Lord will give us all peace in Jesus' name. That's all we can really ask for, that our lives will come at some point. You know, everyone will leave this earth one day and, you know, my prayer, my consecration with the Lord is not a day later, not a second earlier. You know what I'm saying? So according to that which is written in heaven concerning me, that is that which I will expect and that the Lord will enable me to deliver. And that whatever I need to do to ensure that I live on this earth mindful of God's eternal purpose and fulfilling it 
in, in all destiny and purposeful intent that the Lord himself will enable me to do it in Jesus' name. I will go where he wants me to go. I will do what he would like me have me do. And I will say and live as he would want me to in the name of Jesus. That's the journey I am on. The journey of getting to that place where my life is a living example of what it means to be, you know, a Christian and to be a follower of, follower of Christ because he's my most favorite person in the entire world. I just love him and he's the one that, he's, he's literally the light of my life because I, without him, I don't really see much that's to be very excited about in the world and I know that sounds really despondent but then that's, <laughs> it's the truth. So he's the one that gives me, you know, meaning for, for life as it is you know and, and that's where i'm at yeah that's just it i'm yeah i can't i don't i don't want to i don't need to explain that anymore but that's how it is for me so he's the light of my life and um i am nothing without him so anyways these are um recordings where i just talk about the things that i'm, I'm learning and the things that i'm still trying to understand and figure out and how god plays in that space and what he tells me what he shares with me what i'm learning what I'm still questioning and trying to understand and the things that I struggle with, I do talk about that a little bit as well. So for all of you that are listening with me on this journey and that you pop in every now and then from different parts of the world, God bless you richly. And I pray that, you know, the Lord will give you that very special reason to wake up every morning and that as you go to bed every day, there'll be a smile on your lips and you will wake up with peace in your heart and in your soul as well. And that, you know, your praise will never run dry. You will always have a reason to have praise bubbling up in your spirit in your soul and in your body and that your life will count for something and that you will have a reason you know to step into every morning with fresh hope and joy for all that the day will bring for you and that you know your life will be an expression of the peace the joy the glory and the power of god even in this in in this earth in this natural realm and that the peace of god which passes all understanding will reign in your heart and in your mind forever and ever in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ amen and amen thank you holy spirit for that so um i'm going to read a scripture um isaiah chapter 28 verse 16 and if you know me well okay sometimes i go to the old testament but i don't often stay in places like isaiah not for these musings even though he's one of my favorite prophets if not yeah he's one of my favorite prophets but this song just dropped in my heart you know uh, this scripture where it's it's actually a scripture but it's also been made into a song and it says i lay in zion um, a tried stone i lay in zion for a foundation a stone a stone i lay in zion for a foundation a stone a tried stone a precious cornerstone a sure foundation a sure foundation a tried stone a precious cornerstone he that believeth shall shall not make haste now that's a very old christian song and if you were born in the 80s you're not likely to know it <laughs> you needed to have been born a little bit earlier than that to know this song but it's one of those oldest songs but it's literally copy and paste from isaiah 28 16 so that's isaiah 28 verse 16 says so this is what the lord god says see i lay in zion i so i lay a stone in zion a tested stone a precious cornerstone a sure foundation the one who believes will never be shaken and there are different translations um i, I could read different 
biblical translations on that king james says therefore thus said the lord god behold i lay in zion for a foundation a stone a tried stone a precious cornerstone a sure foundation he that believeth shall not make haste so that song i sang actually was written based on the verbatim king james um version of this scripture the one that i read earlier i think was a different version of the bible so in king james it says um rather different translation it says behold i lay in zion for a foundation so the foundation that the lord has laid in zion is a stone a tried stone a precious cornerstone a sure foundation that he that believeth shall not make haste now when i was much younger i used to think that that he that believeth shall not make haste means whoever when you are walking in faith you are not in a hurry and that you're just sort of like patient and perseverant and you have faith therefore you're not anxious or whatever and it's sort of like that but when we read other translations they give us a sense of what that scripture is saying so the Berean study bible says this is what the lord god says see i lay in a stone in zion a tested stone a precious cornerstone of course he's talking about jesus a sure foundation and the one who believes will never be shaken and this was what the Lord was saying to me. You know, there was a number of things going on. Like I said, I've been busy because I've been trying to make some plans. I'd also talked about, you know, the fact that I'm at a crossroads in my life, decision point, and I know I need to make some changes and make some moves. So in the process of that, a lot of stuff just coming on. And I was beginning to get, you know, really anxious and like, oh, let's just get this done. Let's do this. Let's do this. And, you know, I just got really fatigued from all of the pressure. I was hardly sleeping and all that. And then the Holy Spirit just dropped in my mind. It says, he that believes shall not make haste. And I thought about it. I was like, really? Honestly, even though I know that, okay, yes, God is leading me on this journey. And there's a sense of urgency from where God is coming. But that urgency does not translate into making hasty decisions. That the Lord is saying, you know, or, or, or making, you know, or making hasty moves. It is it, for me to allow God to allow the things, things to unfold, even as I move and I follow his leading. But it's not me now, okay, 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 God is now saying this is what I should do. Then let me start, you know, and then I'm trying to help God and move things along. And in the process, you know, just sort of like making things up. And, and when you start getting frustrated and you start getting fatigued and you start hitting the wall, you then know that, you, you, you know, yeah yeah you're beginning to try to help god a little bit too much and god really doesn't need your help and recently god there was something i went through in my life and i realized that when god opens doors you just have to all you need to do is just walk through and that many times the reason why you and i spend a lot of time banging on doors it's because that door has not been opened and we're trying and then it's not just that we're knocking we're knocking we're pushing against the door we're looking for hammers we're trying to break down the door whereas all we need is for god to just open the door and sometimes that door maybe god knows it's not time to open it sometimes god is not even going to open it because we're actually knocking on the wrong door and i think whenever we get to those points or at least if i speak for myself i'm beginning to realize that i need to wait I need to recognize the points when I'm knocking at the wrong door or there are moments I just need to be still, you know, where it, it may, I may even be at the right door. It may, it, I may even need to knock on it, but it's, I should recognize that the door may not open immediately and that's fine. But maybe all God wants me to be, to do is to be by that door so that when it opens, I can go in. But it's not that, oh, God has said that this is the door I must take. So therefore, I now begin to try to force it open, you know. Whereas, God just said, stand outside the door. When it is time, I will open it to you. So my role is to sit outside the door and wait. 
and oh this may not make sense to most of you and i apologize if it's sounding very funny but if you if i trust if you've had an experience i believe that um i think it's all of us will somehow understand a little bit of what i'm talking about because i think life is just that way we all have the same experience but in different ways so the lord said to me that believers shall not make haste so i realized that i was beginning to make haste and i was actually beginning to look stupid in my haste to obey god <laughs> you know what i'm saying whereas it was clear that yeah mm-hmm, you know just take it as a countdown and allow things to unfold instead of trying to help the situation and um, wait for it's almost like when god tells you like in the context of marriage you know like if you're Rebecca or Isaac or one of those people and God tells you that somebody that you, you know Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright is soon going to come you had better be patient to wait for let God show you when that Mr. Wright otherwise you will jump into the wrong relationship believing that it was Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright and you will go into it with that sense of God had told me whereas God told you Mr. and Mrs. Wright was coming but he expected he didn't tell you when and how and who so you need to still allow him to convince you of the fact that this is the person. And not because I have just received the word, the first next person that comes, oh, this must be the person God spoke to me about. It doesn't work that way. Many of us have made shipwreck of our faith and made some wrong decisions. So the Lord said to me, whosoever believes will not make haste. Actually, in the context of this scripture, Isaiah 28, the Lord was talking about the difference between the people whose lives were upon the sure foundation of, of of the christ and upon the word of god and those who had chosen to live a life of disobedience and um, jesus also makes reference to this scripture in matthew 21 verse 42 when he says have you never read this scripture that the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone so christ is the cornerstone and god tells us that he's a sure foundation but what really ministers to me here is he that believes need never be shaken whosoever believes will not be in haste will not make haste you know what it is about faith and that's the thing when you're in faith you're not anxious people can see you're not moved even when things are not working like jesus how he was in the in, during the storm he was calm even when people tried to make attempts on his life when he knew that it wasn't time his own time to be he was also calm he that believers he that believers shall not make haste whosoever believes will not be in haste whosoever believes will not act hastily that's what the new king james version says that one really speaks to me because i think i was beginning to act hastily you know telling myself after after what god has said and things i was making some very very funny decisions actually you know and um again this is where we continue to learn that when god tells us to do things god is not he's not stupid either you know what i'm saying he doesn't the fact that he's told us to do things in faith he's also concerned with doing things properly so you know he's not for instance he's not going to tell you oh because he told you to to build a, a building he will now tell you to build the building and you are not laying the stones well and the structure is not sound and you say because god told me to do that now doing it that's nonsense god will never tell you to do that so you still go and build if the day the, the, the if cement doesn't show up you don't build you, you, you understand you, you still don't violate the, the laws of nature simply because you know god said so that you know and i think this is not just it's not just about obedience to what god says but it's our interpretation of um, what god says and i i do re- recognize that this may not 
apply to everybody in the same way but generally this is the sense i'm getting that he that believeth shall not make haste so just like god did with abraham when abraham went to sacrifice his son isaac in obedience to the lord of the word of god when isaac asked him that where is the ram we're going to slaughter he said the lord will provide himself a lamp so he was calm and he went and did it. and at the end of the day the lord provided himself a lamp all abraham did was to obey and he didn't he, he wasn't in he wasn't shaking he wasn't moved he just calmly went step by step and because this is the thing god does not show us the full picture at any point in time and sometimes there may be a twist at the end like what um abraham explained so, so imagine if abraham had gone ahead to sacrifice isaac before getting to the place where god told him to go simply because god had told him to um, sacrifice him then not knowing that god did not intend for him to be sacrificed but just wanted him to go to that place and then at the end he would give him what he wanted him to do so thank you holy spirit because i think that really brings it home to me about he that believes does not make haste so abraham was really a father of faith so he didn't make haste to do that which god commanded him to do he obeyed but he did not run ahead of god and i think that's what the he that believes shall not make haste is talking about I think some of us, and I think that's what I tried to do over this last week. I really tried to run ahead of God. While thinking I was obeying, I felt, oh, this is what God said. Therefore, rather that all I need to do is keep pace with what God is saying. Because at the end of the day, there may be a twist like there was for Abraham. When he says, no, I didn't intend for you to kill the child. Please look at that ram in the ticket. That's what you're going to sacrifice. But Abraham needed to have obeyed God and gotten to that point. He didn't lag behind. Neither did he go ahead of God. If he's some of us, including I would, <laughs> in the haste to show God that I'm really in faith, you know. But, but but God did not say, kill the son here. He told him, take the child and go to this place. There was a place, so there were things that needed to happen. So he obeyed, and that is when eventually God now God didn't tell him when you get there I'm going to do this, but it was at that point. I think it takes a while for some of us to really understand that that's how to work with God and know that when God gives instructions, He's just concerned with what that instruction means for you today. It doesn't mean that you now need to micromanage it and let everything happen. God still wants to be in the driving seat. He never, He never does want to, you know. He He does always want to be in the driving seat. I I really have a problem in this area, so I pray that the Lord will help me to be the kind of person that. Um, Isaiah describes in chapter 28 verse 16 as he that believes and does not act hastily. So thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted. Have a wonderful day and happy December in advance. May it be a glorious month for us all. In Jesus name. Amen and amen.